Hello. Bonjour. Ni hao. My name is Stephanie Ling. I've had opportunity to build my international career and meet a lot of amazing talents in my journey. It's my pleasure to present amazing selection of professionals and entrepreneurs who went extra mile to build their international career and create some crazy good things. I hope their work and hard-earned wisdom will help you learn, connect, and live the best of your lives. Come join us at www.stephenlingme.com to get additional tips that we won't share anywhere else. Let's begin the journey. In this episode, I'm very excited to interview Jia Liu, a senior industry executive at Microsoft. Jia shared his inspirational international journey and interesting life as a digital transformation expert. He also shared his exclusive tips on our website on helping any enterprise to drive business growth through a proven digital transformation process. Uh, hello, everybody. Uh, I'm Jia Liu. Warmly、uh, honored to、uh, share my journey with you today, and、uh, studied industry engineering and supply chain management in China, France, and、uh, Switzerland previously. After graduation, I worked in France and Germany and、uh, Swiss as well. Then、uh, in Canada for some days,、uh, I started my career from the consulting firms in McKinsey and、uh, in the consulting in strategy and operation consulting. After graduation from the school,、uh, I worked for Siemens in、uh, industry for their role, mainly focused on the supply chain and the smart factory solutions. At that time, I accumulated my、uh, basic business with the consumption of industry for their role.、Uh, since then, I worked for Tetra Park as a procurement and solution manager. And、during that period, I participated to create an affiliate of factories for group, and also participated to set up business models with detailed process in supply chain and a subsidiary in China,、um, which I spent four years at that company. Since then, I joined the Nuo Group as executive assistant to CEO. Mainly focused to set up a business new sub subsidiaries with a total investment of one point four billion U.S. dollars and twenty thousand employees, including R&D and the manufacturing center in、uh, China, Taiwan, and Japan. And from the building business plan, financial plan to set up the daily operation models.、Uh, which one is a very important business achievement for me? That I created a global end-to-end value chain strategies design, including the advanced technologies which applied to supply chain control tower, including the end-to-end supply chain control design, landing, and included the integrated business planning program quality. As well as at that time,、uh, including global smart factory overall operations and vertical designs. During that period in Lenovo, I also changed my role as managing director of Western Engineering Group, which、uh, which one is a system integrator to provide the industry for their solutions for、um, for the for the customers who need a operation excellence transformation. 
Then today, I joined the Microsoft as senior industry director. My job is role is mostly focused on the manufacturing industry strategy and the solution design, working as a key POA and the point of view and the go-to-market representative with C-level pursuit for some key accounts of Microsoft. As well at the same time, I worked as a uh, World Economic Forum Global Lighthouse Enterprise Council to provide the digital transformation strategy design for the customers who need the, who need some help. And from another point of view, I'm working with the ecosystem and to recruit, training, and develop them to join the Microsoft ecosystem to help our customers to achieve the digital transformation ambitions. Hi, Jia. You've been to many parts of the world and have more than 15 years of global experience. So what motivated you to travel around the world and build an international career? Since I was a junior student, I'm interested in the different cultures around the world. And we thought the globalization plays very important for the near futures. That's why I'm interested to study abroad to broaden my vision around the world, not only for Chinese, for Chinese market, but also to make the bridge between China and the global market. And we found the industry in the manufacturing, especially in the manufacturing industry, the European and the Western world plays very had a very uh, solid experience and history. And in China, we are improving and ongoing to improvement, but very quick. So making the bridge between the China go between the Chinese companies to go global and the global companies to go China could be a very interesting topic and uh, job for, for me. That's why I'm going abroad and seeking the, the experience and then making the bridge together, the two parts. You spend, you know, an uh, extensive amount of time in China, France, uh, Switzerland, and Canada. How did you choose a location for work and life? Do you have specific criteria? No, actually, when I moved a lot uh, at that time, I'm I'm a single man. So what I'm focused on is uh, much more on the uh, jobs. Uh, today, uh, when I was married, I'm uh, uh, very caring about the working life balance. And uh, that's also in the big company side, the Lenovo and the Microsoft. They're thinking about the company's life and the work-life balance. So they, uh, it's a very interesting today that Microsoft uh, provides all employees with uh, re- remote working office, remote working methodologies, including the laptops equipped with Teams as well. Such tools could make the, the companies or the workforce more efficient. That's why we uh, could have more time with our families together, as well as balancing the work. For the location you choose for the working, I think it could be related to your working areas. It's the first priority, probably. For example, when I worked in the supply chain field and today in the digital transformation field, I'm looking for the different experts collectivities. For example, in in North America today, it's the IT and the DT plays very important. So there could be a much more expert in communities in North America than the others. And uh, however, in manufacturing field, uh, European companies 
and the long history. So they got some know-how and uh, knowledge graph. Uh, we say today uh, the term as knowledge graph uh, in industries. That could be uh, with the trend and say and the digital transformation. Digital transformation could be defined as a kind of an innovation, which means that nobody knows uh, uh, nobody knows what the future is. So uh, to make the combination of the industry know-how and the IT or the uh, innovation uh, could be uh, very uh, interesting in such a field. That's why I choose the Canada as a kind of uh, a place to work. Because they, in Montreal, is uh, French-speaking and uh, English-speaking. Uh, it's all styles mixed together. Where has the best AI expert in, in Montreal uh, and near to Boston? Uh, also, where has the much more European uh, people working there in the from industry, manufacturing industry especially? So it could be a good place to make the innovation. And from another point of view, in China, it's a very good market opportunities. Uh, in China, it's developed so fast and very vivid than the European and the Western world. Uh, so when we got some innovation solutions in the design field, and it could be very fast and good practice in China to make it bigger and roll out. That's why we needed to uh, considering what the field you are working in and uh, find a balance between the pilot and the robot. Yeah, so uh, that's very interesting. So you travel, you know, from places to places, but how did you build your network when moving to a new place? It's easier for, for the first two places because, there, for example, China is the place where I'm birthed. So I was birthed, so it could be either with your parents, to leverage your parents' network and your schoolmates from the growth. And another point in France where I, I was in school, I was at school. So uh, it could be either with your beautiful, build your connection at school and based on the school alumni. That's the Good point. And when you worked in the company to join the professional network is very important. For example, I'm uh, the member of three professional members in, in European, in Chinese, uh, in China and in Canada. So it could be, uh, help you to broaden your professional networks. Um, for example, I'm chartered purchase and supply chain professionals which is the Canadian Professional Association, which helps us to broaden your professional networks in supply chain and manufacturing field when I was in Canada. Uh, besides that, uh, it's a coincidence that I made my internship in Alcan, uh, who is a very big company in Canada and located in Montreal. Uh, at that time, I made my internship there and uh, know somebody at the first before I moved to Canada. So broaden to, to draw a conclusion uh, to broaden your uh, network from your professional network, schoolmates, alumni, and your network from the, especially from the professional association. And today from the internet, such as LinkedIn could be a very important and uh, useful tools. And when people go to a new place, a lot of them don't have many connections there and have to face many challenges, including language barrier. In your opinion, what's the best way for international professionals to stand out from the crowd? 
for me, when I choose a reference uh, on the, the Canada, before before joining the such countries under the program, I have already consisted of language barriers and the cultural shock as well. So when you at school, it could be uh, easier and take and uh, to give you some time to make the improvement of your language and uh, to understand what's the culture shock from your classmates. And however, if the professional moves or immigrates to a new country, for example, in Canada, in Montreal, we met somebody from other countries directly, and they have no experience for the foreign languages and the working experience, that could be a very challenge for them at the first. Then to integrate it with the local people, to join some communities in local and search some activities could be very helpful. In Canada is uh, or in Montreal is uh, could be wonderful for to seeking the help from immigration association which helps you very well. But for some countries such as non-immigrated countries, it could be much more leverage you on your um, searching abilities. For example, yeah, you are fluent in English, French, and Mandarin. Wow, German, and you know too. Wow, so I'm so amazed. Uh, I know mastering language uh, is not easy. How did you learn all these languages in a short period of time? Uh, actually, it's not in a short period. It uh, <laughs> takes a long time. <laughs> <laughs> yes, um, but for me, it's a little bit different because when I was in uh, school, I choose. Uh, I actually I like uh, to learn uh, foreign language and foreign cultures. Uh, when I was a child, so it could be an uh, interest at the beginning. Then I choose France. Uh, the France is uh, romantic and uh, and uh, very rationalized country. So uh, not only because of its uh, business in arts, but also its uh, state of uh, uh, engineering technologies it could be very strong. So I choose a kind of engineering program in France. And well, uh, at the same time, I'm uh, a rolling out the different countries uh, to study in in German areas. So that's where I studied a little bit German. At the same time, also after the graduation, working in Germany for Siemens, where uh, most of people could speak English, and we learned a little bit and got the training uh, in the company with a different German style. So, oh. so that could be uh, that could be my opportunity to to grasp the language in the environment. So immerse language. Environment could be, and I think it's very helpful and strong and important to you to learn quicker uh, your English on uh, the language, foreign language abilities. Speaking multiple languages definitely facilitates cross-cultural communications and brings opportunities. That's probably why you get assigned to a lot of global roles. So, how do you manage your busy schedules? Do you have a specific daily routine? When working in consulting firm, it's uh, it is it, you have to manage so tightly your schedule every day. Uh, right now, I work in the field, in the manufacturing field, and uh, for example, the different roles place you have a different schedules. And when you're in the operational level, you have more focus on the daily life, daily job. Uh, that could be much more routine. And when you're in the in the management level, you are much more focused on the innovation and the, the team management, uh, which could be uh, a 
except the regular meeting with your team member and the boss, uh, much more focused on your continuous learning and which could be bring you much more innovation. That's a kind of uh, focus point different in my uh, business schedules. So I will meet different people from uh, the field, from the industry expert, from consulting firms, also as well from your competitors. So uh, this will broaden your vision and, found, and give you insights to how to to uh, innovate your business. That's a different schedules for, for different levels. And what do you do, I mean, the first hour after waking up? Driving in the car. <laughs> driving, the, driving in the car all the way to come to the office. <laughs> it's the first hour after waking really? up. Uh, yes, it. my secretary could. Yes, my secretary could prepare the breakfast and the coffee at the office. So, but you know, in Beijing, it takes at least one and a half an hour to on the way. So, it takes too much time. Got and it. Especially, especially sometimes during during the drive. Sometimes it's driving. Sometimes I take the taxi. Uh, so, if I was in taxi, if I were in taxi, I could make some. Uh, uh, I mean, it, that means that I will get some uh, uh, urgent meeting. If wow. I'm not, if I'm driving, that means that I'm relaxed at that time. <laughs> <laughs> What's the last thing you normally do before going to bed? Normally, I work at night until, uh, that's to say, I work continuously till the time to, to go to bed. That's, oh, that's wow. I'm yeah, except the restroom, I did everything just for the, for the jobs. Yes. Yeah. So any specific tools you use or bring with yourself to help organize your life better? Uh, actually, no. Actually, in Microsoft, we always use a team. It's a okay. kind of uh, uh, office tools. It's, uh, it's very flexible. You can manage your schedule and you can let your, let your colleagues to understand uh, which one is available for you. And also, it's very efficient. It's combined the different working communities, so I say, and applications inside. For example, my customers always use Teams in for the office people, and also for the first line people. For example, when you when the first line the the workers works in the manufacturing production line, they use the Teams to make the schedule. Uh, that could be also very good uh, applications for the, for the manufacturing factories. So that's a kind of tool very useful combining for combining mental manager or your office efficiency for, from the office to the first line. Uh, that's very good. And uh, also one thing, and probably I, I have to mention that uh, every Sunday night or between around, uh, around eight o'clock, to to not before ten o'clock. Uh, I always uh, discuss the, my schedule, the next big uh, schedule with my secretary. It could be uh, let you understand what you will do next week, and uh, to understand the priorities based on the different informations. In the past ten years, what's the one small thing or small change that made a big difference in your life? I mean improved your life and well-being significantly? 
Oh, I have to say, digital transformation is along <laughs> my life. <laughs> you know,、uh, at the beginning, work in the processing manufacturing industry, which is much more focused on to provide to 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 make the machines、uh, and to design a factory for the food and the beverage area. It's a really different industry. And when I worked in in Lenovo as the executive assistant to CEO, it's a、uh, it's really level up、uh, my vision. I understand how to、uh, manage a a company from the boss view. I have to say,、uh, from the executive's boss view, because at that time、uh, we know、uh, students and have to understand, have to consider a lot of different、uh, factors and issues. So we never thought about when I was in operational level. Also, changing the industry from the food and beverage industry to the IT industry is also very significant. Different industry, it's a really change, a big change. I have to say,、and、the knowledge is different. However, even the work frame and the now methodology is the same. So that's the first. And also today,、uh, worked in Microsoft for digital transformation solution, which. Place brings me a lot of uh, um, for new solutions combining the business values,、uh, which also need my previous experience in industry and in IT. So that could be my life journey along with the digital transformation. Your favorite quote: "Life is like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get." What's the book you've gifted the most? Or your favorite book,、uh, you know, for the past, say, past five years. Oh, past five years, I'm always reading the book in the in my professional field. For example, it's a very famous book named "Digital Transformation Secret," written by Sakia, the CEO of Microsoft. This one is a really good book, and Sakia tells us a story how Microsoft transformed its own. It's a it's a really good story because five years ago, Microsoft the price of Microsoft share is decreasing.、Uh, it's around ninety US dollars per share.、Uh, however, in five years today, the price of stock share in Microsoft is around two hundred twenty. So it's increased to、uh, three times. I would say two times. So it's a really good job for Satya to make the digital transformation. Last question: What are the most important things you want people to remember about you? So your elevator pitch. I think find a good industry and、uh, in interest the point. Study it well and prepare it well, and leverage every expert's experience to find a kind of、uh, your own way. It's、uh, your own business value, which is、uh, very important for for everybody, and it's my experience. I think. What a journey! Thanks for listening. If you like the show, please subscribe on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, or anywhere you listen to the podcast, and share it with your friends. As helping each other and growing together is just so much fun. Head to. www.stephenlingme.com for additional tips and info. Remember, play the long game and be great every day. Bye, ciao, 下次见。